Cause my heart starts beating triple time With thoughts of loving you on my mind Oh. I can't figure out just what to do When the cause and cure is you mm, Come on with it, yeah, I know this one I get so weak in the knees I can hardly speak I lose mm. all control when something takes over me In the yeah. dust and it's so amazing. amazing It's not a phase I want you to stay with me By my side I swallow my, my pride. pride Your love is so sweet It knocks me right off of my feet Oh <laughs> <laughs> Can't explain can't why you love loving makes, makes me weak Why are you yes. so down? Why are you so down? It's like can't I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't super prepared because you know <laughs> I switched the song at the last minute, but <laughs> can't explain why your love and makes me weak. Oh, that's it. Ooh. That's it. Yeah. I don't know that that ooh wasn't there. That ooh's not there. What's that? <laughs> yeah. SWV. What does SWV stand for again? Sisters um, with voices. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Something, yeah, something like that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, love that song. Me Welcome too. back to another episode of Two Saved Queens, the only place on the internet where you can find a conversation about politics, dick, and black rage, all in one place. I'm your host, Miss <laughs> Malachi, and I'm joined by the illustrious Miss Devereaux. How hey, you doing, girl? girl? Hey, bitches. What's the tea, honey? <laughs> uh, what's the tea with you, honey? You've been, uh, I mean, this is kind of, you know, we are a political cultural show, yes. and the conventions are going on. Indeed. But sorry, y'all. We're not going too deep on them because they are a mess. I mean, the DNC one was pretty good, actually. It was. I'm gonna go back and watch some parts of it. It um, was cute. That was. Cute. I think. Who, what were your top two, top three speeches or parts of the DNC? You actually really do need to watch Miss Joe Biden's speech. I feel like really. She did it I thought you were gonna start her. with Michelle Obama because I heard for a lot of people her. living for Michelle. Yeah, and then Michelle Obama. I think was okay. the was the best speech. Uh, Barack Obama. I, I actually. I would go in order of Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, Joe okay. Biden, then Kamala Harris. And I, okay. and I think, I think Bernie did a decent speech too. I really do. So mm. those five, I would say those five. And then what about Joe put him at the top for you? I mean, other than the fact that, well, girl, this is the man who. Is yeah. I mean, technically this is the one we're supposed to be voting for, right? <laughs> so, right. But, <laughs> so you um, should at least know what he talk about. Yeah. I just thought for him, you know, the expectations are so low because everybody thinks he's like, you know, on his last Fading, leg. Me- not mentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like he actually outperformed what everyone thought he would. And, oh. and that's why it was a pleasant surprise for me, okay. for me. All right. But girl, and how, but go, go yeah, ahead. how about Miss RNC girl? So, how? so I, so girl, <laughs> so I wanted to ask you something, girl. Okay. So <laughs> remember back like in the old days, girl, back in the day, like the nineties type of tea, when the girls Ooh, used to dress up. I don't know up. if I was born yet. Back then. <laughs> Shut you the fuck so up, yet. bitch. You lying asshole. You was, <laughs> you know, you was born, girl. Okay. So in the nineties, in the nineties uh-huh. type of tea, the girls, so they used to put on like winter clothes in the summertime. And the girls, yeah. used, then the girls used to go into the um, the girls would go into the SSI office, into the Social Security office, and they would okay. act out, and they would get them a crazy check. <laughs> they would get what's called a crazy check. And girl, <laughs> it was the, that was that old school scam tease, like that old stunt queen tea, like 
to get that six seven hundred dollar a month check um from the government oh, for being no. a crazy hoe. Uh-huh. So girl, that's what Kimberly Guilfoyle's speech was giving me at the RNC. That's what that bitch was giving me. Who is she other than um Gavin Newsom's former Amor? Well, she is the girlfriend of Donald Trump Jr. Oh, right. And she's a Fox and she's a former Fox News host. Along with she's got and she did she get Rona a couple times? Oh, no, she got it. Her. She got it once. Yeah. So she had to okay, go. Over. She, she had to got take it once. So a Rona, a Rona getter. She's a Rona getter. Yeah. She went she, <laughs> a Rona so, victim. So yeah, she was she was supposed to be at Miss DJT's speech in South Dakota, and she got tested, right. and she had the Rona. They told her ass to you know turn your ass back <laughs> Stay around home. and go back to New York. <laughs> and um, but yeah, she's Don Trump Jr.'s Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, and she's a member of the Trump campaign staff. So she's paid a mm. a pretty coin. Like they're paying her big money to be a member of the campaign staff. And she, yeah, like I said, she was on Fox News before. So she was making a coin on Fox News before. She's like a conservative girl on TV, but she was giving that crazy check to Like she was trying to get her a crazy check from the SSI office. Well, I think she did it, girl. That part that everyone. <laughs> What did she say? What did she say? I don't even know what that I, bitch said. She I, was just I, yelling. She was just <laughs> yelling, girl. Yelling. And that was one of those moments when it's like, sis, you in an empty room. Like, you could just talk loud. Or just <laughs> yeah. like, even if you're going to give me arm, because she was arms wide, like, basically, like, talking about, like, America, you know, basically something along the lines of, like, Ameri- making America great again, T. Right, right. And the Democrat cities are terrible, and California is so terrible Ooh. where her, where she grew up, where the bitch grew up, and where her ex-husband is governor. You know, mm-hmm. she said it was so, you know, California's so horrible, all of that type of tea. And then she just went off on some crazy tangent, was just yelling. But girl, so, <laughs> so one thing she did though that was really stupid on top of the yelling girl. So she okay. was talking about her immigrant parents, including her Puerto Rican mom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if anybody knows, all the girls, all the intelligent girls know, all, you know, the girls <laughs> who aren't dumb bitches know that Puerto Rico is part of the United States. You know, and so those girls mm-hmm. are American. So she basically called her mama immigrant, right? Which she is a Puerto Rican girl should be most sensitive to that. Like you're a settler. Like if you go from Puerto Rico to New York, you're just moving. You're like, it's like moving from Boston to New York or Boston to Detroit. Like girl, you don't have to apply for nothing. <laughs> exactly. And so to call her mom a, an immigrant was de-Americanizing Puerto Ricans, which is, you know, which to be fair, the Trump administration has been doing. I mean, cause I think a part of me thinks, girl, that I don't think she was being dumb. I bet it fit with like Miss DJT yes. doesn't really think Puerto Rico is part of us. Exactly. So I, so the deal is this, like, I think between that white dick that she's getting from Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> and that campaign coin that she's getting, she just sold, she just sold out her values. Like she was just like, you mm. know, I'm, I'm gonna go full steam. Trumpism, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going all the way, and I'm all a, the way, and I'm a de-Americanize, you know, my mom, my relatives, like Oof. I'm gonna be about that life because this white dick in this coin is worth it. Like I hope, I hope the Puerto Rican girls get her together. I do. I, I do. yeah. Well, AOC got her together. AOC uh, read the fuck out of her on Twitter for one, because you know AOC is a New York Puerto Rican girl. But yeah, girl. So anyway, Miss, and okay, so Donald Trump Jr., Miss DJT Jr., bitch. His eyes were so fucking bugged out. Like that bitch, both of them, looked, they, okay, cocaine. The whole th- look crazy. Crazy. Look crazy. Like this is, yeah, this is it. This is, I guess, this is what it means to be a Republican now. Just anytime someone's like, I'm a Republican, I'm like, 
Cool, cool. So you do coke, right? <laughs> you got you got some coke for me. And I mean, cocaine convention was was trending on Twitter this morning. Adderall was trending this morning. Uncle Tom was trending this morning for you know the black girls who spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, those two, Mr. Tim Scott, those two black men, Miss Tim, Miss yeah. Tim, Tim Scott, because that she, <laughs> she is a queen girl, allegedly. She, allegedly. <laughs> Oh, they have two queens as senators from South Carolina, allegedly. Miss <laughs> Lindsey Graham and Miss Tim Scott. Isn't that something else? Mm-hmm. That hillbilly state that elected two bachelor queens deep, you know, deep in age and no wives. Like, they're not even trying to do the whole beard thing, which I respect that. I respect they didn't marry fish to try to cover it up. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Maybe maybe no fish was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. But they say Miss um Tom Cotton from Tom Cotton from Arkansas, she's like the she's trying to be like the new Trump. They say she might be a queen too. Ooh, I could see that. You could see could that, see right? That. And then Josh Holly now he Tom Cotton is a Harvard girl, but she's like a dangerous white queen. And then Josh Holly from um Missouri both he and Tom Cotton are competing to be like the next Trump. Like they're going mm. full throttle. Uh, he's a senator from Missouri, and and he gives me Queen energy too. He really does. <sighs> I was trying. I had a conversation with a friend last night about how those white queens—they're not always there for us, girl. You gotta yeah. watch them because they're just—they just got that one thing that takes them from the power. And most of them don't even mind that shit anymore. So those white queens will get behind. Listen, there is there is a white queen in the Trump administration. She was, I think, she was ambassador to Germany, and now I think she has some kind of national security role. Her name is Ooh, R- I do. Richard Grenell or Richard Grenell. Mm-hmm. She actually was in the vid in an Instagram video on Donald Trump Jr.'s Instagram page, and she's all in for Trumpism, girl. She's all in this white queen, and it's like thirty percent of white queens are all in for Trump. Because to be fair, they they're good. They're not worried about the rest of us. Like they yeah. get, they got their marriage, so they're good to go. They're good to go. What else After they gotta be marriage, about? Yeah, that, I mean, but even before gay marriage, some of those, you know, you had the log log cabin Republican girls. Yeah, that's true. They were about that life even before gay marriage, but now yeah, really, they're really about that life. They're like, and I could get married, <laughs> and you know, and so, but I, you know, what else? I want like kind of going off on a tangent a little bit. Did you see? The press conference today uh, with Jacob Blake's family um, with Ben Crump. Did you see that? So I saw not all of it. So I watched his sister's speech. Um, I saw a bit of his mom's speech. Um, I mean, I guess it's where, you know, backtracking a bit to be like, what happened with Jacob right, Blake? Right. Um, so that was, I think he was 29, yes, 29 year old um, black man um, who this was in Kenosha, Wisconsin, um, who basically had um gotten out of his car i don't know where he was going or that kind of background of the story um he had three of his young boys three sons who were eight five and three in the eight-year-old it was his birthday on that day probably. <clears throat> they were celebrating the eight-year-old's birthday fyr um so or the well, supposedly what happened was he had gotten out of the car to actually help defuse a situation like a fight or something that had happen um between between two white women allegedly between a fight between two white women that's why you gotta leave them white people alone leave those bitches alone fuck those them girl i will walk i will walk past a white person dying on the sidewalk i'll tell you what (laughs) (laughs) you are not you are not level now i'm also full white apathy i'll be like well i'll call 911 when i am safely back in my house (laughs) you know that actually is some smart tea like give yourself some Uh, distance from that dying white person and call 911 Get you distance. know what's funny is that 
I just watched there was like a blackish episode where Dre sees a little white girl on the elevator. Have you seen that? And he doesn't call anybody on it. He lets a, this is little white girl crying in the elevator. She's like six or seven, and he literally looks at a little white girl. She looks at him. He lets the elevator close. <laughs> He doesn't do anything. <laughs> and, and then, like, of course, there's video footage and all his white coworkers call him out. Of course, other black people are like, bitch, you did the right thing. And I'm not going to lie to you. If I saw a little white girl crying in the elevator, I'd be like, go right down to the front desk. And be like, there's a little white girl crying in the elevator. So <laughs> I, would push la- I would push L on the on the elevator for her, for the lobby. Y- there you go. And send that there little you girl go. down to the lobby and let them handle her. <laughs> well, but what if, what if there were all these other floors that were pressed? Well, you'd be like, she'd get there anyway. She'll, She'll get, get there, there eventually, right? Yeah. <laughs> She'll get to the lobby uh, eventually. <laughs> but to get to get back to the story, so he had gone to help to defuse the situation, as Ms. Deverell said, between these two white women. Um, and he was going back to his car, and police had shown up, as they do. And the police really were, I guess, they, maybe they thought he was, I'm not going to make excuses. Basically, they started confronting him and trying to, like, bother him. He starts going back to his car. One, I watched the video, because I was like, so one of them grabs his shirt. He's wearing like a T, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a wife beater. He grabs it and then takes a gun and shoots him multiple times. As his, like, so literally he's opened his car door. He's literally about to get into his car. The man, the police officer grabs him by his shirt and shoots him in the back. Seven at times. Least seven times. Seven, at least seven times, right? What, by the way, as you remember, his eight, five, and three-year-old sons are in the car. So they're traumatized for life because they've, you know, seen this, especially the eight-year-old who's old enough to remember this, this incident. So, um, and, and, and so he, thankfully he's not dead despite getting shot seven fucking times. Um, he went to the hospital. It seemed touch and go. Uh, but it looks like they have him stabilized, but, uh, Right now, he is paralyzed from the, you know, from the waist down. Um, they are not sure yet if it's permanent or not. Um, but now going to the press conference, girl. So, yeah. So, obviously, Ben Crump was there. He's, you know, the de facto lawyer for all the black people shot by police. Um, you know, a shot at least, you know, shot by police that makes national headlines. So, he's always mm-hmm. front and center. Um, and also, there was this white lawyer there, though. Who was representing the family and the white lawyer was like, yeah, we're going to we're going and we're getting that money from Kenosha, Wisconsin. So they better be ready for it because these medical bills are not cheap. And this white lawyer actually went in on behalf of the Blake family. And I was really, you know, pleasantly surprised at that. There was another black she lawyer. So like, I didn't get that good. Coin, though. <laughs> yeah, she's getting her third. She's getting her third or whatever. It's like, it you know, white people are like, actually, this, you know, these black deaths made me some good money. You know? And so, in, in fact, I think maybe because Benjamin Crump, I don't know what state he's barred in, possibly Florida, but I think like whatever, I think he, he, he might, needs, he needs some help. I think he has to part, he might need to partner with a lawyer in that state who, you know, who's barred in that state. So maybe that was the white lawyer. And was, Got it. That makes it sense. It is Wisconsin. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But, um, hey. but yeah, but that could be why. But then there was a young black attorney, this young black man who was up there, you know, was really like saying some good words. And so I'm hopeful that they'll get justice for the Blake family in some way or another, because that was just, it was, tra- it was a travesty. But I want to ask you this, though. I want to ask yeah. you this. But we've seen it so many times. In, so you know, in light of Jacob point. Blake's, you know, being sh- Jacob's, Jacob Blake's shooting by the police seven times in the back. See. Trayford, See. Trayford Pellerin in La- Lafayette, Louisiana was shot and killed. 31 years old, a black man unarmed in Lafayette, Louisiana <clears throat> was killed by police. 
Um, and then we have this march that Reverend Al Sharpton is leading on August 28th in Washington this Friday on the 57th anniversary of the original March on Washington led by MLK in 1963. So, you know, I was really nervous about this because black people nationwide, especially in some of these major cities like New York and Detroit and Atlanta and New Orleans and Chicago have been hit so heavily by coronavirus. I was so scared about this march happening in a pandemic because I'll say this much. The marches in the individual cities in New York, in Minneapolis, in Detroit, in L.A., people generally are marching within their own city. They're not traveling, you know, they're not traveling across the country. They're not getting on airplanes and buses and trains to travel to a central location. And so I was all in, even though, you know, I was a little worried about the uh, coronavirus in the marches locally in the major cities. It wasn't as, you know, big of a deal to me as this, everybody congregating in, in Washington. But Reverend Al said in light of, especially in light of recent developments between Jake, Jacob Blake and Trayford Pellerin, who was killed in Lafayette, Louisiana, like, you know, the march has to go forward. Like, yeah, he was worried about the pandemic too, but this is too important a time and we don't want to lose this moment for justice. And so what do you think about mm. the march in Washington happening this Friday? Do you think it's, it should go ahead or do you think it should be canceled? What do you think? <laughs> An easy question. Um, you know what's funny is that I was just looking at my calendar and I had it on there. Mm. And I literally had it on there and I was like, well, I'm not going to that. <laughs> 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 because here's the tea. is like, I, if I'm not going home to even go see, like, I haven't seen my mom in a minute. I haven't seen my sister in a minute. Right. Like, if I'm not going home for family. And it's like, In yes. home is Philadelphia, just so the girls. Home is Philadelphia. You, li- you live in LA. Yeah. You live in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, East Coast, ride or die, 215 to the day I die. <laughs> um, so, and I think that is a piece of, like, I would go to something locally. I, I will go to something locally. But the idea of then catching a flight, which, and I have been coming around on flying. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. That's so hard. I I'm, yeah. I I almost think I think the way he should have framed it should have been a bit different. Whereas like I think, you know, this march is too important and I think I need to go and I and I and I don't want us to lose sight of this moment, but I also understand that especially, you know, I think maybe not as much as like Latinx people, but there are people, especially in the black community, who live in in you know, intergenerational homes, who live with who live with their older you know, older people live with aunts, uncles, right. grandmothers, right. and that in this moment, even despite what's happening, in some ways, it's like I wouldn't want to take it on that someone came to the march and potentially, like, then you know, put their grandmother at risk, put their family at risk, put their siblings at risk. Um, <clears throat> so I'll be honest; I think I'm a little mixed on it. Um, I think they could have. I, yeah. I think. I think. I don't, I feel like they could have done a march in Washington for locals. And then I feel like they should have had marches, simultaneous marches in cities throughout the country, in Los yeah. Angeles, in Detroit, like, in cause, Chicago. Because a part of me also thinks that, like, I, I almost think that, that that would almost be as powerful. And I bet it's probably still going to happen. But to, like, do, because this is, this is in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Right. Um, Which is, like, halfway know. between Milwaukee and Chicago, FYI. Like, you know, it's it's an hour from Chicago, so, an hour from Milwaukee, from what I understand. Yeah, so my point is, like, these things are happening all over the country. And it's like, I understand the history of doing a march in D.C., 
But uh, it's almost like the work that needs to be done needs to happen as much on the the state and local level as it does on the federal level. Right. Um, right. So because these are local what, what police, sh- these are local police departments. These are usually not yeah. even federal police or in many cases and we've talked yeah. before about you know after the back of the last fucking shooting that happened like george floyd like you know the justice and policing act that well it was n- different names for what the republicans and what the dems came up with but the things that they try to do federally around like you know withholding funding and stuff like that but that is in some ways the most the federal can do in some cases and that there is stuff that needs to be done at the state and local level um but what do you think girl what do you think should have yeah, so like you, I well, said, you think you think I, it should have been the local. The yeah, local I think marches. we should have had marches in cities simultaneously across the country because the travel piece is what makes me nervous. Even my sixty, back, I just I just remember back in March in New York, in Detroit, in New Orleans, in Chicago, and to some degree in Atlanta and Miami, black people were just hit so hard by coronavirus, harder than white people, on par with Latinx people who now have been hit extremely hard in cities around the country, but black and Latinx people both you know, are overrepresented because we're more likely to be frontline workers or have more crowded households or mm. have intergenerational households, like you said. Um, and so I just felt like this is a risk to, to have everybody. I know people from Detroit, from Columbus, Ohio, from Atlanta, who are all traveling to this march in D.C. And I wish they were able to stay in their local communities, put on a mask and go out in their own downtowns in March rather than going mm. like trying to get to DC and staying at a hotel or an Airbnb, et cetera. I just, you know, so I, but you know what? I, I'm excited for it. Nonetheless, I, I think hopefully it'll turn out something positive and, you know, they'll make the girls keep on their mask or they'll, you know, kind of enforce some safety things to keep black people safe. Um, and I, so we'll just see what happens. We'll just see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something to watch. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think we'll we'll probably talk more about that. Um, well, next week because it'll it'll be the happening this Friday. Right. Um. So to moving along, we're getting back to a bit more of our regularly scheduled um way of doing things. Um. So we're getting back to our enlightened Judy's segment. Um. So this week we're talking about. I don't know. I don't have a cute name for it, but it's like maybe messy, me- messy white family, me- messy white political family, messy, <laughs> messy white. white, messy white. Because we're um, they're all we're white. leaving the Obamas alone for now. We, we, we will do some time. We'll for come back we'll, to we'll them. We'll do yeah. yeah, but we're leaving them alone for <laughs> the one the one that doesn't fit into that. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Kennedys and the Bushes specifically because we yeah. also wanted to look a bit more at like these dynasties because obviously the Clinton. <laughs> The Clintons are a messy political they family. They definitely are. Uh, but until Miss Chelsea runs, you know, they're kind of, it's really just Bill and Hillary uh, compared to like the Bushes with these, you know, generations of having power and wealth and legacy um, and political power at that and looking at the Kennedys um, and their, <laughs> that cursed family. Um, but <laughs> why were, you know, something that kind of spurred this idea <clears throat> was basically, Miss DJT and their own, the own kind of infighting of the Trump family partially, well, I think mostly spurred on by Miss Mary L. Trump, who is the niece of the president <clears throat> and recently released her book, um, which sold a million copies in the first day. I'm not sure exactly if it's a bestseller. It probably is a bestseller. Oh, it's definitely um, a bestseller. <clears throat> it's definitely a bestseller. Um, the book is called, um, Too Much and Never Too Enough. Too Much and Never Enough. Yes. 
colon, how my family created the world's most dangerous man. I'm like, girl, you better put it out there, bitch. You better get that. (laughs) Uh, I... Are you going to read the book, girl? I'm kind of curious about I, it. You know um, what I'm thinking about? I have a lot of stuff on my reading list, so it's not at the yeah, very top. We might have to start as Two Say Queens Book Club. <laughs> you know, that's a good <laughs> idea. Maybe we all read it together. We're like, all right, girl. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, come check back with us in a month. We're going to all meet to talk about, you know, send in your emails and comments while we talk about Mary L. Chunk. Because we've, we've, been, we've been also talking about how Mariah's book is coming out. And we're yes. definitely that's high on my talk about list. that in the show. That I'm going so, to be reading. I will be reading. But that's not out yet. When she, when Mariah's book come out yeah i i don't know and exactly i remember she, yeah. she had a date but I, I have to go back on her twitter and see what the date is uh so but let us know y'all if y'all want to do a, we don't do a little book club tea but um but in this book you know and this girl was thorough so because she's had issues with the family going back to when basically her father fred jr died um prematurely from a heart attack he died before their grandfather passed um so the way their wills were laid out basically they weren't going to get they started kind of messing with the will so that her and her brother weren't going to get the amount of money that normally would have been left had her father died after, you know, the more senior um, Trump member had died, Fred Sr. Uh, um, and he was the, this brother, her dad was the most, like the oldest of the siblings, older right, older than right. Donald, older than Marianne Trump, the sister, old, you know. Yes. Yeah. He was the oldest sibling who yes. passed away. So she's, so, and her brother, um, they, and her, and his wife, they have a, um, son with neurological, um, issues. And so with knees and quite expensive medical needs. So that was also part of it was, it was they were also trying to get some of this money to take care of, you know, them as well. So she's been going at it with the family. Um, and as part of, I guess, pulling together information from this book, girl, she's been secretly recording interviews that she's done with different family members. And one of them was, as you mentioned, Miss Marianne Trump Barry, who is a sister of the president. She got some amazing sound bites from Trump's sister. Some of the things that she said about Miss DJT is that Donald is out for Donald, period. That he's cruel. You can't trust him. He has no principles. Um, you know, she really surprisingly had a lot of issues with what was happening at the border, especially with the children in cages. Um, and that's where a lot of her critiques around his principles, you know, came from. Um, but basically, you know, they also had made points about the fact that, like, she doesn't think he really got into pen, how even he got into Fordham University and then was transferred to Penn. And even that, she's like, oh, I doubt he took the SAT. I doubt he, anything that he got, he got of his own merit. That, um, that basically he paid somebody to cheat and take the SAT for yes, him. Yes, to take the SAT for him. Yeah. Um, so really interesting stuff that came out. On and some of course, Aunt, Aunt Becky tea. That's some Aunt Becky type of tea. Yeah, she yeah. was going in on that ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, well, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. The Aunt Becky tea in terms of like um, who basically had paid to like have her um child get into like usc was it usc yeah usc uh, paid administrators to kind of help uh so of course none of that stuff is going to change if those girls want to vote for her again um and it's not like you need more justification if you uh dislike him but it's still interesting tea that i think led us to this topic so with that context out of the way i'm gonna hand it over to you girl um, so who are we starting with? Are we starting with the Kennedys or the Bushes? We're going to start with the Kennedys. Because actually, the Kennedys are super scandalous. But I have some tea on the Bush family that I want to share at the Ooh. very end. Make y'all hoes listen to the end. Okay, so the Kennedys were a scandalous family to begin with. Because Joe Kennedy, the patriarch, he was the father of JFK, of Robert F. Kennedy, 
and of Senator Ted Kennedy. And so, you know, JFK obviously was the president of the United States from 1961 to 63 before he was assassinated. And then he was a senator before that um, and a war hero, a fighter pilot in World War Two before that. So, you know, JFK has such an esteemed legacy, you know, uh, stopped the Cuban Missile Crisis, probably saved us from nuclear war, mm. uh, initiated much of the civil rights movement before LBJ continued it. So... Um, you know, JFK has a huge legacy in this country. And then RFK, Robert F. Kennedy was his brother who was also his attorney general. And then he ran for president of his own and was assassinated during his run in 1968. The curse. Um, and he, yeah, of course, they, they have some curse tea. And then Senator Ted Kennedy obviously was the longest living of the brothers. Ooh, he, she got free he, from it. Yeah, Cheese yeah, some but incense, he, some herbs. He died in 2009 um, from brain cancer, but he had a long tenure in the Senate. He was a longtime senator from Massachusetts. But um, the scandal really starts with Joe Kennedy because their dad was this. And they said in today's dollars, Joe Kennedy would be a multi-billionaire. Like he was super, super rich for the time, for the 40s and the 50s and the 60s. Um, and he did a number. He was just like a conglomerate. So he, but he made a lot of his money off of you know. Uh, off booze during prohibition, off, you know, ties to, uh, possibly mafia tea, but, you know, bootlegging, um, stock trading a little bit too, possibly some scandalous insider stock trading tea, allegedly. Um, and then he also did things like he owned movie studios at one time. He was just this conglomerate. Um, and he wanted his, one of his sons to be the first Catholic president of the United States because they were, Irish, you know, they were an Irish descended family. They, they were Irish Catholic. And so, of course, he did everything he could to make sure one of his sons was president and he made sure JFK became president, you know. Um, but the T is he was a womanizer. He had so many affairs on his wife, Rose Kennedy, like so many affairs. And she was just like this, you know, matriarch of the family, like mother and wife and just perfect figure but um one of the people he had an uh, an affair with was an actress marlene dietrich right oh Um, i always thought marlene dietrich is a big old lesbian yeah so she was bisexual she was Mm, bisexual got it and he had an affair with marlene dietrich but the real so that's what that's that old that old white tea right he was he was he was i think he was the ambassador to britain at the time and they used to summer in the south of france and marlene dietrich used to summer in the south of france and they were having an affair, and he was also having an affair with some other Hollywood actress at the time who, you know, is not super famous now, but he was having so many affairs. Mm. But the gag is, is that JFK, his son, also screwed Marlene Dietrich while he was in the White House. So father and, allegedly, father and son, she had that father and son dick, bitch. Yeah. That's that, that's that, <laughs> girl. <laughs> Good That's for that her. dream dick. Good That's for that her. dream she dick. She got the daddy and the son. The daddy she got and generational the generational dick. So that's because people always talk about Marilyn Monroe and JFK, but I never heard about Marlene Dietrich and oh, JFK. Like father, oh. like son. JFK was screwing so many women. He was like, his dad was a womanizer and he too was a womanizer. But, but yeah, they both screwed Marlene Dietrich. So Marlene Dietrich fell between their ages. She was like 10 year, 10 or 11 years younger than, than Joe Kennedy. And then she was like, like 15 years older than JFK. But, you know, JFK said, I'm a hit anyway. Like, I'm a, I want to hit that same P that my dad hit. 
Um, and he did. And he did. <laughs> and he while, did. And he did. While he was in the White House. While he was in the White House, Ooh. girl. But, but see, Jackie O, Jackie, Jacqueline Kennedy, uh, Onassis, she later married the billionaire Onassis. She was an interesting one, too. Okay, don't let her fool you just by all her daintiness and how classy and beautiful and everything she was. Her mom, <laughs> she was, she was raised in New York City. And okay. she was raised, she came from a semi-wealthy family, too. But her mom literally raised her and her sister, Lee Radziwill, to marry rich men. They were, like, literally cultivated from birth to marry rich and powerful men. They went through a whole, like, a whole training regimen from their mother. Like, what what is, like, how to... Like, what do you, what do you think that included? Like, yeah. So I think that included like, you know, um, and I think, I think that included like, man, not just like, you know, doing your makeup a certain way and your hair a certain way and, and this eating how you a certain way at the table, but manipulating men yes. too. I think it had that manipulative element. This is how you control too. the D to get what you want, girl. Exactly. Mm. And I see, and even though she let, you know, she let those affairs, you know, she didn't, she, not that she didn't care about JFK's affairs, but, Girl, she allegedly, according to a biography, she ended up screwing, like, after he, after he died, she ended up screwing both of his brothers, girl. <gasps> they allegedly, she, allegedly, she had sex <laughs> with both RFK, Robert F. Kennedy, his brother, you know, they were grieving together. And, um, he ended up, he was, he also was the attorney general for his brother, which is a big, that was like some, that was like some big deal you know, charges of nepotism at the time that he appointed mm-hmm. his brother, Robert F. Kennedy, to be attorney general mm-hmm. at the time. But um but RFK was supremely qualified for that role. But the thing is that um yeah, so while they were in the grieving process, I guess she she slept with Robert F. Kennedy allegedly. And she slept with the brother Ted Kennedy too. <gasps> the so you, but but the girl, same. you don't think it started before and see, that's what's unclear from the timeline from what I read. They, she might have been screwing the brothers while she, while JFK was still alive. I don't know, but I don't want to take away from the aura around her because she then she ended up marrying the shipping billionaire, the Greek sh- shipping billionaire, um, Aristotle Onassis, and that's how that's why we call her Jackie O now, you know, or Jackie Kennedy Onassis or Jackie Onassis, um, because she ended up she that's what she did. Okay, my my Kennedy husband died. I'm about to get the next billionaire. Hey, do what your mama right? taught you to do, honey. Get that next. Yes. And so, oh, but, you know, on top of all that scandalous T and the Kennedy family. So, on top of all of that, then, you know, JFK, RFK, and Robert F. Kennedy, and Ted Kennedy um, all had a sister. They had a sister named Rosemary. Also, the son, the uh, the daughter of Rose Kennedy and Joe Kennedy. And the dad, so she was considered... um she was considered at the time, you know, we don't use this phrase any phraseology anymore, but she was considered like mentally retarded at the time, right? Okay. Um, or slower. And so they her dad, without the mom's permission, got her what's called the lobotomy. They don't even <gasps> do this they don't even do this procedure yes. anymore. They but used to do it quite a lot to you know, for mentally ill people. They thought it cured mental illness mm. or mental um instability mental mental handicap um you know they thought it cured that it obviously it did not do that it was just a cruel and we now know they don't do this procedure anymore it was a cruel and unusual uh elective brain surgery and so but he did that without the mom's permission so she was messed up for the rest of her life after that even more you know beyond her 
her previous mental handicap because she was fully she was functional despite her mental handicap before and she became less functional after Ugh. that procedure Ugh. so that joe kennedy was kind of he was an asshole and then um between being a womanizer and then also doing that to his daughter without his wife's permission Ugh. Um, but moreover, Ted Kennedy too, Ted Kennedy, the senator from, um, the senator from Massachusetts who, you know, is beloved by liberals, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but he actually was in some shit in 1969. He drove a car off a bridge into a lake. I don't know whether he was under the influence of alcohol or what, or just, you know, couldn't see, but basically he drove a car into a lake, uh, in Chappaquiddick, Massachusetts. And, um, he was able to swim out of the car and save himself, but then a young woman named, and he was in his thirties at this time, and a young woman named Mary Jo Kapichny actually died in that. And he fled the scene of that accident. <gasps> and um, nothing, and so, wait, nothing ever happened to him? Well, he, he ended up getting a, a short right. suspended jail sentence. He did. And, and someone his, died? And I believe he might have already been senator at that time. <gasps> Oh, yeah. see. Mm. Yeah, so That's why mm. How did he avoid but, the curse? Anyway, fine. I don't well he still ended up dying a painful death from death from mm. brain cancer because candidly I'll just share this that my dad died from the same kind of brain cancer um as did as Ted Kennedy did as did John McCain. They all had the same kind of brain cancer, glioblastoma. So he just he did live a long life relatively to 77 for a Kennedy, but he um he lived a long life for Kennedy, but he definitely had a painful mm. death. Okay. Um, and so, and he, yeah, he was a senator then because he became a senator in 1962 and this happened in 1969. Ooh. So he'd already been a senator. Could you imagine if that happened to a senator now? Like with the 24 hour news cycle and social oh, media and girl. whatnot, that girl, they would not you make it. You couldn't he, bury that. But he was able to stay in the Senate 40 more years after wow. that until his death. Um, and then they also have William Kennedy Smith, who's one of the, uh, grand, he's one of the grandsons of Joseph Kennedy, uh, one of the sons of one of the Kennedy daughters, mm. uh, one of JFK's nephews and RFK's nephews, but he was acquitted of rape in 1991. He was charged with rape in 1991. On top of, uh, another nephew of the Kennedy family, Michael Skakel, who was RFK's wife's nephew, and he was charged with killing Martha Moxley in 1975. But for whatever reason, they didn't charge him until almost 30 years later in 2002. And he finally was sentenced in 2002. I don't know why, what the delay was, but he actually killed, he killed this young woman named Martha Moxley, Ooh. who was 15 years old. And he was, he was young too, but he's like, he's, he's, he's a nephew of one of the, um, one of the Kennedy wives. So that is just, that family is like kind of trash. They're kind of trash. (laughs) Yeah. So girl, what, so girl, what do you think they did? Like, do you think they like, you know, killed some like native American and like built something on some, you know, some ancestral land or they got crossed the wrong, like black voodoo. Like, what do you think that family did to like get that, you know? Yeah. Obviously they ain't learned no lessons, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but girl, you got to think like a lot of white people have done a lot of terrible things. I mean, I mean, between honey. slavery and that type of tea. So I just, I don't <laughs> know. You, if, you think that's just like some normal white person tea back then? Like, yeah, I just 
rape somebody. Yeah, I got somebody killed. I think killed. the niggas just have to burn some sage or something. Cause I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. They need, or, you know, or go get, put, get some holy water, or some holy oil and put it in the four corners of all their, their houses <laughs> and on their bodies. But... I bet you they do do some shit where like they make sure, I bet, you know, they make sure to go to church every Sunday or they do some, I bet they do have take some shit seriously about you know we gotta take care because <laughs> there's a because yeah. there's because there's one now who what is he I can't the the redhead now um well, I don't know what his office is. I'm blanking on it right now what is his office yeah his name he's um let's see he's running for senator from Massachusetts he's running against he's an running. incumbent his name he's Joe he's actually Joseph Kennedy so he's named after the grandfather the scandalous grandfather. Who's JFK's dad? And he is the son. Um, I think he might even be the son of Ted. He's Joe mm-hmm. Kennedy the third. Mm-hmm. His father is Joseph Kennedy the second. So actually, what he's the nephew of JFK, RFK, and Ted mm-hmm. Kennedy. His dad was another one of the Kennedy brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is running against Ed Markey for a Senate seat. Nancy mm-hmm. Pelosi actually endorsed him. Mm. Even though he's running against an incumbent, and so mm. that was some scandal tea, but probably got a lot um, of money for it. Um, and then, and she said because he's helped elect so many uh, House of Representatives. Okay, girl, uh, we for know. The Democrats across the country. We see you, Miss Nancy. We see that you, paycheck Nancy. was cute, wasn't it? You and he's a new currently house. in, and he's currently in the House of Representatives right now. He's so he's trying to get into the Senate. Yeah. But he's running against Ed Markey, who's beloved by uh, progressives like AOC and Elizabeth Warren. So we'll just have to see. He's in. He's more of a moderate and endorsed by. More yeah, than yeah. I've seen. I saw some mixed stuff on his background, especially around like some of his work with the attorney general and things like that. And so one other T too. Um, and then actually there's Jack Schlossberg, who's JFK's grandson. Caroline Kennedy, who was JFK Jr. You know, JFK Jr. was killed in that plane crash in 1999. Her, his sister is Caroline Kennedy, and she's the daughter of JFK and Jackie O. Uh, JFK Jr.'s older sister and mm-hmm. her son Jack Schlossberg, who is so fine. He so actually cute. was a little cutie. He spoke, yeah, he spoke at the uh, the Democratic convention with his mom, and I think he's gonna eventually run for something too. You think so? You think I it's do. like a requirement that they have to? Because I'm like, because I saw that he did a little acting gig, but you think it's like you gotta you gotta uphold the family legacy. That kind of tea. I mean, I know he's doing. The, he did the whole like Yale Harvard Law combination. That's true. Harvard, I mean, why why do it, it if was. you're not gonna if you're not gonna need it in your back pocket? Yeah, girl. Because I mean, when you have money like they have, like you don't really need to go to those IVs like that. You're really trying to do something. You're probably you're trying going to do for something those in connections. politics or else. Exactly, because mm-hmm. they have like Bitcoin. He's got Bitcoin. But um. Okay, I want to move on to the bushes, though. Yes, girl, let's get into that bush. <laughs> girl, there is some scandal tea. So, obviously, we know... Okay, so, President George W. Bush, our 43rd president of the United States. Now, before, like, he married Laura, he was, you know, an alcoholic, a cocaine addict. <laughs> he was a cocaine addict, and then helped, Laura Bush helped him find the Lord, right? So, he was, like... He's the oldest son of the Bush... Of the <laughs> Good bush, for you, Laura. <laughs> the Bush, Adel- you know, of the Bush siblings under... President George H.W. Bush and Barbara Bush, he's the oldest one, but he was also the fuck-up out of all of them mm. to start. And he changed his life around after Laura came into his life. So, he did that, girl. Yeah, that pussy turned that life around. You go, girl. <laughs> you go, girl. But that's not even the scandal T. The scandal T is his brother, Neil P. Bush. 
Who's his that? younger brother. <laughs> Neil P. Bush is the younger brother uh-huh. of uh. Uh, or the brother of George, du- President George W. Bush, the 43rd president, right. and Governor Jeb Bush. Jebby. Uh, and then this is their brother, Neil P. Bush. He was just in business. But girl, he had a nasty divorce from his wife, Sharon Bush. And Sharon Bush, um, in documents file, said that Neil P. Bush got herpes <gasps> from cheating with prostitutes in Thailand and Hong Kong on his business yes. trips. Those and Thai girls just- are pretty, honey. They are. They are. And so, um, and he admitted to as much in the divorce. And then he was already cheating with this other woman, too, and immediately kind of married her after he got divorced from Sharon Bush. But that was some scandalous. They had a scandalous divorce in the early 2000s. And, yeah, that came out that he contracted herpes sleeping with those prostitutes in Asia. So that's George W. Bush's younger brother. And oddly enough, his daughter, Lauren Bush, is married to Ralph Lauren's son. So her name is Lauren Bush Lauren. But that's her Fine. dad is her dad is her dad is Neil Bush. Uh. That's the one who you know the herpes dude from uh. um, from the, on the Asian team. Uh. Okay, and then um, <laughs> so some other scandals. So something it's not super scandalous, but George W. Bush, right? So George the W. Se- Bush, this is the senior we're talking about. No, this is George. The senior is George oh, no. H. W. Oh, right, George H. Oh no, I thought you were talking about George. Oh no, okay. and I'm gonna get to. A- I'm gonna oh, okay, get to George- I, saw, I saw something about George H. W. So I thought you were t- okay. Cool. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna get w. to George H. W. Last, but George W. Bush. Okay, even while he was in office and he was that Christian man and all that uh-huh. and was didn't drink and was against gay marriage. Y'all uh-huh. remember that too, right? Right. He's, yeah. All y'all saying that. Um. Well, not y'all, but the people out there saying like, "Oh, we wish we had Bush back." No, y'all fucking don't. Shut the fuck, fuck up. him. Fuck him. Fuck that okay. girl. She let black people die. The one thing Kanye got, got right. Exactly. Kanye got that thing right, right. Katrina, remember Katrina, that? Katrina remember, let the black the people Iraq die. War? Getting us in the Iraq war and then trying to get a constitutional ban on gay marriage. Trying to enshrine discrimination in the constitution. But anyway, what's important to me on this tip is uh-huh. that Condoleezza Rice one day was interviewed and uh-huh. she, she was like, oh yeah, I have, to, I have to talk to my husband about that. And wait, so Con- so Condoleezza Rice, the national security advisor, then secretary of state, a black woman under George W. Bush, she's never had a husband. So what kind of, so if she had a husband and referred to George <laughs> W. Bush as her husband on a slip up, that would have made more sense, but the bitch ain't never been married. So how are you calling this man your husband on a slip up if he you ain't never been that. married, girl? He was getting that punani. He was getting that. He was getting that. I think they might have allegedly. Had a little, <laughs> allegedly had a little affair going on right under Laura's, cause Laura Bush, Laura Bush used to call Condoleezza his work wife. Oh, I'm his real wife, but that's his work wife. Mm-hmm. Them niggas was fucking, dude, girl. <sighs> I think they, I think Condoleezza, and and George W. Bush. Was I mean, screwing. I'm not gonna lie. Miss Condi's kind of cute. She's, She's kind of cute, cute, you know. But bet, you know, she, yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, but I, you know, so I think because for her to slip up and call that man her husband, she was definitely in love with him. Even if they weren't having a real affair, that woman was definitely in love in love with George W. Bush. And that may be why she never found a man of her own because she was so <laughs> in love with that man. But and maybe she still got him on the side. And, and maybe she did. But you know what's but like father, like son, because let me tell you some tea. This is Ooh, some tea tea. The tea tea. Allegedly. Okay, there was a black woman. I'm not gonna say her name because her her fam um, you know, I'm not gonna say her name. She's deceased now. She's a black woman, so I'm gonna try to you know, Protect do it right victims. for the black okay. family. But she was 
And her son is, her son is a good, you know, her family are good people, but she was heavy up. Back in the 80s and 90s, it wasn't considered such Uncle Tom T to be a Republican. Like during the, for black people to be a Republican. Yeah, I mean, like, they did for In us, the Reagan days. You know, Abraham little, Lincoln, the, the, you know, all that shit. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of black people didn't switch over to being a Republican until after, um, after Lyndon Johnson. So mm-hmm. like there were a lot of black people all across the country probably 30 up to 40% voting Republican up until the, up until the early seventies mm-hmm. because they were still as a legacy of Lincoln, mm-hmm. right? Some of them even voted for Nixon over JFK, et cetera. Um, so, but it's interesting because George H. Dub, so there was a black woman in Chicago who was heavily, heavily high up in the Republican party. Um, the local Republican party. She was a fundraiser. She was a bundler. She never held any elected position, but anyway, it was alleged that George H.W. Bush, the 41st president, husband of Barbara Bush, father to George W. Bush and Jeb Bush, etc., that he was having an affair with this black woman who was high up in the Republican Party out of Chicago. Mm. And that base, essentially, that the Republican Party was doing everything they could. He probably, they were saying he had an affair with her possibly during his like either during his uh, congressman days and or vice president days. And that during, while he was running for president in 1980, uh, what year was he running for president? 1988. Yeah. That 88 when he was running for president, that they did everything they could to keep him and her apart so that, you know, they wouldn't have any slip ups or tryst and that it wouldn't come out <laughs> that they were screwing. And though this is all alleged, this is all hearsay and rumor. Um, but that basically like, they wanted, they had, they totally, like, where she would usually have access to all the Republican elected people and presidents and whatnot, that they started separating her from him mm-hmm. um, because they were having an affair. So possibly like father, like son, they, they, and that may come down way down the line. They might, somebody, you know, some one of those white men in their family might have been a slaveholder way down the line, you know, hmm. uh, raping black, you know, raping their black female slaves. I don't, I can't call it. <laughs> But, you know, it might be hereditary. The, and then, and then later on in the form of consensual sex with black women, father and son. So that's just wow, a legend. That's just girl. a rumor. Ooh, girl, there was so much tea you gave with a legend and otherwise. A legend. Um, a legend. But I really have For like, the most part. a really important question, girl. Like, how do I get into one of these families, bitch? I want to marry rich. Like, what do I need to do? Is it done for me? Do I not have a chance anymore? Remember, like when we were in college, and you used to talk about you wanted to to marry a Rockefeller, or girl, because there was TV. a gay Rockefeller, and it turned out a gay Rockefeller did move to Philly. And girl, I was hunting for him. Me and a good Judy at the time, we were looking for him. Um, I remember that, and I remember <laughs> you were always you've always been into that. I, you've always been into that. Yeah, you I know, could do girl. a Prince. I could do a um. Yeah, I just you know you know there's another you know all girls look at me you'll be like oh she all progressive she all left she all radical girl but then you know i like comfort i like nice things <laughs> girl so you gotta you, you gotta know? step your pussy up girl you gotta step <laughs> your it? pussy up just okay. like megan markle you gotta step your pussy oh, up. oh like you her. right take it from yeah. megan you take right. it from megan get mm. your american royalty get your kennedy your rockefeller you know, but you I'm, do not, it, I'm not even pressed on that American tea because you know I'd love to have a house somewhere else. You know, a nice summer vacation, so I could take some European tea. I could be that secret wife. I'll go to you know take some Saudi Arabian tea. 
You know who has you know has a black kid is uh of Monaco, the Prince of Monaco. Oh. Uh, yeah, Grace okay. Kelly's son, what's his oh. name? Uh he has a, a le- um an illegitimate black son with a <laughs> black mother. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Not even allegedly. He has a black son with a with a black model that he had out of wedlock. So, oh. you know, the the young man, the the little boy unfortunately doesn't have a royal title because he didn't happen in marriage. Yeah, but... I'm not caught up in titles as long as the bank account looks right. You know, Prince Albert of Monaco. But oh. yeah, he sure does. I mean, girl, you and... just called him prince. I'll take that even if it's just, you know, Prince Albert of Monaco. He has a black son. He sure does. Oh, Prince. So, oh, Prince is. A, oh, Prince Albert's one with the black son. Yeah. Yeah, Prince I'll Albert's one of the black, and he's the son of American actress Grace Kelly's, who uh, who married his dad, who was the Prince of Monaco beforehand. So that's yeah. Some tea. I got some words. I, mean, I think that might be my next quarantine project. Just stepping this pussy up. Yeah. So. And you know, follow follow in the tradition of Grace Kelly because Grace Kelly is from Philadelphia, girl, mm. and she was American actress, and she married a prince. So you can yeah. do it too. Yeah. You can do it Thank too, you for girl. believing in me, girl. I believe in you, ho. I believe oh, in you. Oh, man. Let's wrap this girl up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, girls. Yeah. You know, Miss Devil gave y'all some tea, honey. That, I, yeah, I wasn't sure where this topic was going to go, but I, I don't know. What's the, uh, well, I guess before we really wrap up, I don't know what the top line statement is that uh, messy rich white people. I don't. <laughs> M- messy, messy white political tea. Messy yeah, white but no, I like the, what's, what's, the messy ta- white what's the takeaway, families. girl? What's the takeaway? Girl, the takeaway is that I'm a ghetto historian. <laughs> I'm the ghetto historian, girl. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, that can lead us into thoughts and prayers. Um, so I just had thoughts and prayers from Miss Chichi Devane, also known as Xavier Michael Davenport. Um, but we knew her as Miss Chichi Devane from RuPaul's Drag Race season eight. Uh, she recently died. Um, she has suffered from scleroderma, which gives you skin conditions and rashes. Um, and it's an autoimmune disease, uh, that can lead to kidney issues. In her case, she first went to the hospital with kidney failure. Um, then came out of the hospital, but was only alive for two more weeks before dying of pneumonia. Uh, and one of the quotes she made was, I let it go too long without going to the doctor and there are consequences. Um, so, you know, Miss Chichi was from Shreveport, Louisiana. You know, she was a girl that was often teased on the show about, you know, coming from poor backgrounds, but she made it work like a lot of us do. Um, but I think there's also something here about, you know, even with that girl getting money and, you know, getting more fame and becoming more well-known, she still wasn't taking care of herself. So just wanted to, you know, take a moment to think about her and give us all a reminder, you know, girls, check in on that doctor, eat right, exercise, take care of yourselves. There's some things that we're just going to get and we have to deal with it if we get it. But, you know... Don't let things go too long. <sighs> so with that, Amen. you know, I love to bring a downer down. <laughs> <laughs> you always do that shit, girl. But, you That's know, still, I thank you, girl, for this topic. I learned something. That, you know, I, I guess we got to call you Miss Deborah, a.k.a. the Ghetto Historian. I'm sure the we'll, historian. we'll have some more seminars from you in the future. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's our show. Follow us on social media at Two Save Queens. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. I don't. We don't do much on Facebook. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he owns yeah. Instagram too, but yeah. Still. Yeah. You right. You right. You right. You right. You right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't forget to rate us and review us on the favorite podcast platform of your choice. Um, I hope y'all stay safe, healthy, and saved, especially if y'all go to the um, March in Washington on Friday. 
Um, and with that, we'll see you next week. Miss Devereaux, do you have a final word? Girls, get your credit right. Get your <laughs> lives right. Okay, just like I said on the download with Devereaux this past week, the heavens may be opening up soon. The rapture may be on her way, girl. They talk about an asteroid before election day, an asteroid, girl. So get your lives right. So why right. the so you- fuck do you care about you getting your credit right if there's an asteroid coming? <laughs> girl, because I don't know what the criteria is, bitch, for... Um, what? So, you know, you to might get need on that the plus Jesus 700. List, get on that, you know, you might need a good credit score to get on the Jesus list, girl. So take care of that credit, okay? Pay All off right. them loans. Y'all not going nowhere. All right. Pay that shit off. <laughs> Bye, girls. Bye. <laughs>